So number 10, coming in at the fireplace songs, The Carpenters, Merry Christmas, Darling. As I said, I'm only going to play a few minutes of each song, but a few seconds, because I don't want to get kicked off. Do be ready. other room and if I freeze she will let me know before you do Brian greeting cards have all been but I still have hold on that's the wrong I it's the Christmas waltz by the carpenter sorry this threw me all off Brian oh no <laughs> this this threw me all off number 10 fireplace song Christmas Waltz by the Carpenter. Fireside Christmas song. <laughs> <laughs> Now, we went over that. Brian did enjoy that song. He also is going to go back to number 10 on your list, Brian, of the top Christmas movies. Go for it. I gave it such a good intro on the last one. This is terrible. All right. Number 10 on the list is Elf. I'm not even going to go into why I chose Elf to be number 10. Well, you know what? I will a little bit. I chose Elf to be number 10 because it needs – I feel like it needs to be on the list. It's popular enough. But I didn't think it was that – quotable of a movie first Mm. off and it doesn't i don't think it'll ever get like classic christmas status you know that's interesting i don't think it'll be like it's a wonder life type thing no no like 100 years from now we won't be talking about elf no not at all i'll be dead (laughs) what i'll be dead so hopefully I'll be alive to know. <laughs> All right, so Stuart, since you joined late for the countdown, number ten was the Christmas Waltz by Carpenters, and Brian's number ten movie was. Um, we're now moving on to the number nine top fireplace song of all time, in my opinion, which is usually right with Christmas songs. And, you know, a lot of people might have this number one. The ambiance is great in it, but it is a little slow, and I do turn it off. I'm going to go old school. Bing Crosby, just White Christmas. Wow. Just like the one I used to know. And then the chorus. And I'm only playing about 15 to 20 seconds because there's so many copyrighted. I get kicked off if we play these songs in full. This isn't like two years ago. They're cracking down. Yep. I wonder if somebody's like sitting there monitoring. Yeah, like if Bing Crosby's like record labels, like someone's playing. Take them down. God damn it. All right, Brian. So that's number nine. Bing Crosby, White Christmas. What do you think of uh, I think that's this overall solid Christmas song in general. You can kind of play that in any type of venue. 
you know? And the thing Doesn't about have these to be songs, fireplace. they're done by a lot of artists. I kind of went with who did the best version. Uh, that's why the Christmas Waltz, it's very good by a few people, but I like the Carpenter's version. Uh, that's just my opinion, though. So, Brian, what's your number nine favorite Christmas movie of all time? Ah, uh, this one. A quick update. Half hour in, I'm down a bottle of wine already. Oh, my God. Coming in at number nine, this movie was released on June 19th, 1992. Interesting for a Christmas movie. Very. Uh, it received an 81% on Rotten Tomatoes. <clears throat> now, some people might not think this is a Christmas movie, but it, abs- it absolutely is a Christmas movie because it takes place during that time of year. And you get the feeling throughout the whole movie. Can I guess will- this? Go ahead. It's not Die Hard. No. Batman Returns? Yes. Okay. Solid. Listen, it has all the elements for because it's Christmas time in that movie, right? Gotham when it's snowy. You got the penguin. You got Catwoman. Remember the little penguins with the missiles on their back? Yes. It was awesome. Adorable. That's a, you know what I like that one and I, as a kid I remember hating that movie, um, but as I got older, I really did enjoy it a lot. It was a good movie. It was a great. Movie. Uh, okay, I, I, I go with that one. Now, was that at all higher, or was that always around that area? No, nah, it was always it was between seven and ten. Okay, fair enough. Now, number eight, best fireside Christmas song. This is a little more upbeat I went with. And there's not going to be a lot of upbeat songs because you just sit and kind of, you know, watch the fire. But since there's a specific lyric in it that's like talks about the fireside, I went with Dean Martin, Let It Snow. This might be the most upbeat one on here, but I think it kind of fits. Let it snow, let it snow. Man, it doesn't show signs of stopping. And I've brought me some awful problems. It was Elf Story. Let it snow, let it snow. Oh, the fire is slowly dying. And my dear, Starch likes that one. I uh, the number ten move is Elf. Starch, by the way, Brian, do you think that constitutes as a fireside one or no? Yeah, you said the thing about the fire. That, that's it, right? That's Solid. why it's snuck. Yeah. Okay. Would you have had that higher? Or that belongs as the number eight. No, nah, it's a solid number eight. That's fair. Okay. All right, let's get to your number eight movie. All right. So my number eight movie is a more recent movie. Let me move this up a little bit. I'm sliding down. There we go. All right, this is a more recent movie. came out on November 8th, 2019, and it was a Netflix release. So this is the first Netflix-based movie. I don't know if you watched this movie, but it was very, very good. Not really too much um, like an oak. It had the Christmas theme, obviously, but it wasn't like a Christmas-based movie. Like, uh, 
It's called Claw Claws. K L A U S. I did not see that. What's it about? So pretty much it's about this guy, he's a mailman. He goes to a town to be like the postmaster. They're they're like uh post office is like real shitty and like shut down. Uh, these two towns are like feuding with each other pretty much. And what happens is there's a guy, obviously he lives up in the uh he lives up in the mountains. It's Santa, technically, right? And he has to go and like convince Santa to start bringing presents again to people. It's a That's very, so it, it's a very heartwarming movie. Put it that way. Is it in English? Yeah. Some of these movies are Swedish. <laughs> no, no, no. This and one's it's in, just, it's in English. It's well. It's probably still on there now. It's got to be. It's well worth the watch. It's an. It's a um, like a like a Toy Story. That's okay. Like Pixar. I'll have to watch it. My cousin from Canada, Michael, tweeted me saying, is Mela Kaliki Maka on the list? Well, Mike, this is a fireside list, so short answer, no. Long answer, absolutely not. So thank you for coming, but no, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, now we got, now we got um, number seven. Hold up. Frustrated technology. Hi, Nana. We're not supposed to be playing around. Stay better connected with iPhone 14 series on Verizon. We're running into technical difficulties here with a bit. Uh, um, hold up. Did that play? That's not even up here. Brian, I'm getting flustered. We got all sorts of issues. All sorts of Chris and kind to me so far. <laughs> Okay, number seven. Now, you know what? I'm very proud of you, by the way, if we're going with the 2019. A lot of people would have guts to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got it. Now, uh, takes takes a lot of takes a lot of <laughs> takes a lot gumption. of gumption. Yeah, a lot Moxie. of gumption. A lot of a lot of a lot of wherewithal. Yeah. <laughs> 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 okay, so this. A uh, song is one that actually made my top 15 list. And I remember last time I played it, you thought it could have been really high on the list. This is actually the newest song. A lot of people don't like it. Some people might not consider it a Christmas song. Um, I don't like this group at all. I Not not a knock on them. It's just not my style. Mm-hmm. I don't like the pentatonics. I, I just don't like them. Uh, I, don't yeah. like, I don't like the way, I don't like like rhythm, you know, all that stuff. I'd rather listen to instruments. It's very talented stuff, just not for me. But their Christmas album, their version of Hallelujah, I still consider to this day one of the best songs the past five or six years to make it. So I'm going with number seven, the Pentatonics, Hallelujah. Solid song. I could sing like that. 
That is an amazing fireside song. Yeah. Like, I don't, uh, here, I'm going to say this. I don't know uh, about Fireplace song on that one. What would you, like, uh, what would you do? Like, knocking down mailbox song? No, yeah, perfect. Hallelujah. Some psychopath was listening to Hallelujah knocking down mailboxes, and he was saying "Claws" is a great Christmas movie. He's a baby, tell you, kids strip straight from the millennial age. Oh my god! Yeah, I don't know about fireplace song on that one though. That's more of like a uh, you know what that one is. That's a good Christmas concert song. Oh, that's good. Where kids uh, just stunk at singing, but parents went to watch them anyway. Yeah, yeah pretty You much. know, true story. My parents never made me go to a Christmas concert. I never wanted to go. So, so I, would spend, I would spend all week practicing. I was really to not good. show up. I was really good at the cymbal. Really good. <laughs> I was really good at the cymbal, and um, I ended up not showing up to the... Uh, what's it called? To the to the concert. concert. I, I ended up not showing up to the concert, and the one girl we went to school with, I won't say she was in my grade. I won't say her name, but like, um, was it was it the same person that made fun of your cat costume? No, I I, I bet you remember this. Her name was S. Her initials were SS. Uh, different type of name. Oh, I know who it is. Yeah, yeah. So really cool, cool girl. Hi, how you doing? And um, she ended up having to take my place, and the symbol broke on her during the concert. <laughs> like I yeah. made. So she blamed me for that. I don't know who that is. So all right, uh, Brian, number seven uh, movie for you. All right, number seven Christmas movie. Now keep in mind that this list is based off my opinion. I didn't do it based off of some certain criteria, like a mm-hmm. fireplace type song. Uh, I think that this is a good mix. I don't know if you've ever seen this one. This came out on December 9th, 2016. Flew under was the radar it, a bit. Or What? Was it Netflix or? No, no, this came out in theaters. Actually, it had some big names in it, which is kind of odd for this type of movie and that it flew under the radar um so this my number seven is office christmas party uh tj miller tj miller yeah okay jennifer aniston was in the movie jason bateman gotcha so what goes on in that movie is they hit the uh what's her face jennifer aniston is like the ceo of the company they're trying to throw a christmas party to impress some clients. So she gives TJ Miller, who is her brother in the movie, and he's like this big party dude. And they, they're like, oh, you got to stay under the budget, but have a nice Christmas party so we can impress the clients. And he goes like insane and like a bunch of crazy shit happens. Very funny movie. No, I like, I, I remember laughing at it. I do. Yeah. I do. Um, we're going to invite in really quick. And Mark, if you want to come in right now instead of waiting, you're more than welcome to. Uh, just let me know. Nino, quit bashing our Christmas countdown. All right? This isn't that's so That's so homophobic. Yeah, I don't I don't affiliate I don't with condone it. that. I don't condone <laughs> this. 
All right, we're gonna go with um, number six on my list for the fireside countdown. The G Man's already down a bottle of wine. Number two's coming. Die, we got three, right? <laughs> we got one. <laughs> so, all right, I'm gonna go old school with this. I'm gonna go with uh, Bella Quinnette. Feliz Navidad. Don't get me started on that song. I absolutely not. I absolutely not. <laughs> But no, it's it's not a fireside song. I went old no. school, and I like the religious songs. You know me; I'm not that religious. I'm not. <laughs> I'm I'm not Richie religious. <laughs> I think it'd be better if you're Roger religious. Roger, Roger religious. I'm not Roger religious. Yet. Yeah, there you go. But, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, listen, I'm no Roger religious. No, 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 Reggie religious. Reggie religious. Yeah. We'll think of a better one. But I enjoy the the religious songs, which is odd. I don't know. So I went old school. Andy Williams, who I love, is Christmas style. I went with the first Noel with number six on my list by Andy Williams. Solid song. Good boy. Good cat play boy. <laughs> I don't I don't um I can't play the thirty I can't play more than thirty seconds as I've stated before. Sorry, this wine's out right. So Brian, are you drinking or no? I held my drink up before. I did, but we got cut off. So yeah, Storch, you won't catch Felice Navidad anywhere near the G. Absolutely not. I will say, I will say, and Mark, I got your text. All good. Nine fifteen. I will say, um, yes. If you're on, yes. Nine fifteen. Perfect. Don't worry about it. I will say that. Um, well, let me back off for a second, Brian. I'll just uh, entertain these fellas. Super Mario fan, the Super Nintendo one, and the Nintendo one. We uh, shot a video on a green screen, and me and Scott are in the video game. It's like Nick Arcade, pretty much. It's really cool. Came out really good. It's a good song, good video. Well worth the watch. I punched Bowser in the face. It's true. Uh, Mark, all good. I just texted you. 915 is fine. Nino, if you want to pop in, but you have to listen to this Christmas music, and I ref- you can't speak. Pause is going on. You can't criticize. You're more than welcome to join. Anyway, like I said, can't play more than 30 seconds because I don't want to get kicked off and I want to repost this. Uh, mm-hmm. Brian, your number six Christmas movie of all time. Go all ahead. right. Number six Christmas movie of all time on Brian's list. Came out on November 26, 2003. Got a 78% on Rotten Tomatoes. Solid Christmas movie. Pretty funny. Bad Santa. Oh, that's a great movie. You know what, Brian? I'm not going to lie. That slipped my mind. Great movie. Yeah, that, that actually slipped my mind, and I'm happy you uh, brought that up. 
Um, second one was not good. Second. No. Um, it was okay. It, it was kind of like one of those things they waited too long. Yeah. If they were going like, to make that, they should have done it two years after they waited way too long to do it. Because Bad Santa is a solid movie. Uh, no, yeah, that's, I agree with that. Oh, I just clicked something. Nothing's working out, man. Jesus. This is a nightmare. I'm trying to email someone to get on really quick. Um, oh, come on, and, Gil. And what year was Bad Santa? 2003? 2003. And Billy Bob, Mac. Yep. What did that get on Rotten Tomatoes? 78. Uh, Not bad, I don't think that's enough, to be honest with you. I think it should have gotten uh, higher 80s. It was a good movie. It had a solid plot. Billy Bob was funny in it. That whole, that's you know, The whole concept was funny. It was different. That's yeah. why I liked it. It was like every Christmas movie was kind of like happy. and this guy was just like, It's better oh. than fucking Mel Gibson pretending to be Santa who kills people. What was that? You don't remember that? That came out like uh, not too long ago. Mel Gibson pretending. No, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember. Hold on, I'm gonna I look this up. Now. You're all place here. I think this wine has got to your head. You're drinking wine. <laughs> right, I am. And don't you forget it, Gornfelder brought to you. <laughs> Where? Oh no no no! Yeah, this came out in 2020. It's called Fat Man. Uh, wow, God! Now we should have asked. Yes. Uh, we should have asked Richie Florzak about that. Right? No, but you know what the thing is? It's not... He's not technically Santa Claus, but he is, though. You know? Like, they don't outright say it, but they insinuate the whole time that he's, like, Santa. Gotcha. He's, okay, I mean, he's got a white beard and a red hat. Alright, we got someone coming on in a couple minutes. Just throwing on there. Uh, food expert uh, from... You've seen him on Food That Built America. And former Simpsons writer Bill Oakley will be coming on in a second. So we're, we're going to keep that open on the line. Uh, all right. Number five. I have Silver Bells by Elvis. this song. No, you know what, Brian? Show some, you know, first, show some, like, uh, show some heart. Show some now, heart. The best version. The way Elvis does it is great. Come on, Elvis. Hear them ring. Soon it will be Christmas Day. City sidewalks, busy sidewalks, Beautiful. dressed in holiday style. Silver bells, silver bells. You don't like it, Brian? See, I like the part where he says, <clears throat> I know it's easy. I really enjoy the part where he says, this is Santa's big scene. I like that because I picture Santa. Like, I picture Santa ready for mission. All right. I'll say, I'll say this about it. Now, this is another one that it's not a bad song, but I will say that it's, I don't consider it a fireplace song. I consider that more of like a walking into a Christmas party song at someone's house. Okay, well, you know, how many, you know what? No, no, I have to, <laughs> how many 
many Christmas parties have you been to at people's houses? I'm a Christmas party aficionado. Okay. You've been to maybe one party. Because if anyone was to throw a Christmas party, it's the G-Man. And I've never thrown That's a Christmas true. party. That's true. Because I don't think I'd enjoy the recommendations of the song request. I almost, I don't have a Christmas party because I would get mad at the songs people will want to play. <laughs> <laughs> That's the reason. You have, a, you have a Christmas party so people have fun. Yeah. <laughs> and you stop the fun. I... I'm a fun stopper because I have to explain why this song stinks and this song's better. Now Elvis does the best Silver Bells, though. That's what I'll say. Yeah, I'll I'll agree with that. Um, that was 1971, I believe. Uh, all right, Brian, your number. What are we on? Five. Number five. We're number, now we're in the top five. All yeah, right, go for it. This movie came out November 20th, 2015. Definitely a Christmas movie. Uh. I don't know if you would have watched this movie, to be honest with you. Um, it's called The Night Before. Seth Rogen. Uh, um, is that Seth Rogen and Jordan Lovett? Yes. Joseph Joseph Gordon-Levitt and uh, Clarence from 8 Mile. I have to say, at number five, this is the first time in a long time I'm ashamed to be your friend. What? Have yeah, you watched this movie? Right. Have you watched this movie? I've watched the movie and it's easily forgettable. Uh, Brian, this is not it is uh, not forgettable. This is a solid movie. This is absurd. I told you that this was this list was going to shake the world. Yeah, and, and it, it shaking the world for the work. <laughs> it's shaking the world for the absolute work. It's why, my number why? five. Number five. It has a good concept. Listen, hear me out. All right, it hits. Both major holidays. You have Seth Rogen, who's a Jew, and then it also hits Christmas. So it hits Hanukkah and Christmas. And it deals with somebody losing their parents and then brotherhood and family and coming together. It's a solid Christmas movie. Mm. Solid movie. I'm not enough wine deep to agree with you on that. Okay. <laughs> let's revisit it in an hour. Yeah, let's revisit <laughs> Alive, and then now, Diana, take over. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number four, number four. First, watch. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. Is that barely um, worth a watch? What a jerk! On, one second, let me get on our guest here. I got you, Bill. Wait me for. I know. I know you're. I know you're busy, so a nice five to ten minutes if you could there, man. What's up, Bill? Man? What's up? It's Bill Oakley. You've seen him on the Food That Built America, former writer for The Simpsons. How you doing, buddy? Happy holidays, everybody at True Exact Radio. I am excited to be here. You know what, Bill? I, when I messaged you, I really thought with the Steamy Awards going on, by the way, I'm, I'm looking forward to them. I've been watching mm -hmm. them. I like your disappointment, by the way, on the Steamy Award. <laughs> Those are always anyway, very popular. Right now, this is uh, the third annual Christmas Spectacular. Bill's been a friend of the show. He's come on a few times. He knows I'm mm -hmm. a huge Simpson fan, and uh, he's nice enough to join just for a quick five to ten minutes. Uh, we want to talk about Christmas. Uh, give us some of your favorite Christmas songs and some memories you have growing up, man. Okay. Uh, you know, well, I will start with... Everybody knows these those Christmas specials that used to be on CBS and still are somewhat. Mm -hmm. 
like everybody, like I, it's impossible to explain to people what it was like when you only had three TV channels <laughs> and that was it. Otherwise you had to go to the movies. <laughs> you, had to go movie, you had to get somebody to drive you to the movie theater. And so, you know, it was a big deal for kids because there were no VCRs when those things came on. And it was like the year without a Santa Claus, the one with the heat miser, I think that one and uh, the Rudolph, the red nosed reindeer and a couple of right. those, those are things that those were big events when I was a kid. Um, and so that's definitely one of them. Uh, other things like in that vein were like, my mom used to always make these cookies that were like kind of, they're really, they're actually just made with egg whites and sugar and chocolate chips. And that's all they are. And they're kind of like big white uh, Hershey's Kisses with chocolate chips in them. And they're amazing. And that's one, th those are like <laughs> TV specials and the, those cookies are my two favorite Christmas things. Uh, as far as Christmas songs, <clears throat> I really, I used to love uh, Chestnuts Roasting on Open Fire, but I'm sick of it now. <laughs> and I'm sick of it. You got people, you might want to turn off my top four favorite songs. <laughs> <laughs> that, hey, that yes, those cookies, those are so good. I, I've, I've made them a couple of times too. The thing about those cookies is, I've I I feel like I eat six or seven of them, and then I don't want any more for another year. But that's mm -hmm. why they come around every Christmas. Um, so now I think I like sleigh ride, and I like uh, a sleigh ride, and I but I don't want that Ronettes version. I want a regular old version. Yeah. Um, so those are, that's some of the Christmas stuff that I, <laughs> that I kind of enjoy. Now, Bill, I, I want to say, cause you mentioned the TV specials, you know, we're, we're a little bit on the old side, a little long in the tooth, as they say, yeah. what kids will never, <laughs> what kids will never realize too, even shows like full house family matters. My wife and I talk about this. They'll never realize how great it was to go home and watch the Christmas holiday episode. Yes. Yes. Right. Like, oh, my God. Like now Netflix will come out with a show all eight episodes at once. When you were a kid in high There's school. Or, oh, my God. I have to go watch the Family Matters holiday episode. I can't miss it. That was the yeah. greatest. I, that, that definitely was the case. And then on the occasions when you know, those come out, it puts you in the proper frame of mind. It puts you in the mood for Christmas. And especially because all your favorite characters are also celebrating Christmas. And it really is the proper thing. I think the thing is also now Christmas is i'm sure you guys remember but people, older people like me remember when christmas didn't really start till after thanksgiving now christmas starts the day after halloween and i think yep. that's uh, too much i prefer mm -hmm. I think that like it was i think it was like in the 50s where there's barely any christmas until the week before christmas and then you go nuts and then i think that that's about the right about a week or so of it just going nuts that's great but i don't need 11 weeks of it in a row in Not any way shape or form I have to disagree. I start November first because we get, okay. I get I get the press that there's only mm. nine days of music left. So I have fifty five days of music going. It actually, I mean, it, yeah, it actually is ridiculous because then if he picks me up to drive us anywhere, it's just Christmas music the whole time. Right. Wow. Well, then you know you're a festive person. It sounds like, but that's like that's a little too. I preferred it to really be festive really be festive for about a week because uh, i don't i can't keep i can't sustain it for that long uh bill what's some of your holiday traditions because you grew up in the midwest where like you even said you had the fast uh, fast food and it's away how did it differ oh, Maryland, from when yeah. you were, it was in the country yeah when you were growing up in the country christmas as opposed to when you moved out west like what was the difference 
there wasn't that much of a difference really i mean it was like out west obviously there's no snow like it's right. i think that snow is integral integral to having a christmasy time yeah. um you get used to obviously people in australia have christmas with no snow and stuff like that so it's not you know it's not essential but to me having a christmasy vibe it requires snow and you don't get that in california when it's 70 degrees mm-hmm. Um, and Santa Claus is wearing flip-flops at the mall, you know? <laughs> so that's like, so yeah, but I, that was growing up in where I did, it, it was usually pretty snowy and it was night. The Christmas was very, very old fashioned at that point. Mm. Mm. That's the thing. I can't picture ever celebrating Christmas in a warm climate. How do you listen to white Christmas or let it snow when you it's can't. not snowing? I, you just put that out of your head. You know, I think you get used to it after. Certainly the first or, first year or two that I was there, it was super weird. Oh, you know, um, and or you also can tra- The ideal thing would be to tra- is travel back to visit your relatives in the snow on the East Coast and then go back to the nice sunny weather mm. a few days later. All right, Bill, I, I know you're busy, man. I just want to say I really appreciate you popping on. I know we said five to ten minutes, and I, I know you you only do these things on the weekend, so you know, I really appreciate it. If you have any last-minute Christmas advice you can give the people who are shopping late or if they're shopping for kids, do you have any advice? Oh, my God. That's 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 putting me on the spot. I, 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 <laughs> I don't – I can't think of anything. And, in fact, I, all I say is don't – this is what I will say. Don't rely on Amazon. When they say mm. two-day shipping, it never it never yep. never comes in two days around this time of year. Nope. And I've been burned by this maybe twenty-five or thirty times, where I'm like, okay, it's going to be here by, by December twenty-fourth, mm-hmm. and it and it isn't. So you can't rely on that. You might just have to brave it and go to the mall. Oh, I will say this: if you got to go to the mall, go. I know you have to work. Go the moment. Take an hour off work. Go at nine a.m on a Monday or Tuesday and that I, I will, it will not be nearly as bad. Don't go on a weekend. I know people have to work, but, if, but if you could take a, if you call in sick in the morning, say you woke up with, with, with a toothache or a headache or something, go to the mall, do your shopping between nine and uh, 10, 15, and yep. you can get out of there fast. That's I, I recommend that. That's what I'm going to do. All Great right. Curry's I'm sure we'll have you on in a month for the steamy award recap. If you're willing yes. to come on, man. check them out on my Instagram, that bill Oakley the last one just went up an hour or two ago. All right, buddy. Thanks a lot for hopping. I really appreciate it. Happy holidays. Really hey, happy holidays. All your, all your listeners and viewers. Bye. Thanks buddy. Thank you very much. So Bill, that's Bill Oakley popping in for a little hello. Uh, Bill's a friend of the show, friend of the network. Uh, you know, we became friends over COVID and he just uh, came on the show. So mm-hmm. heard him go shopping on the weekday, not the weekend. Uh, right now, though, let's get the number four on the list. Merry Christmas, Darling by the Carpenters. Fireside countdown song. Mm. Cards have all been sent. Mm. But every day. When I meet you, the lights on my tree, I wish you could see. Someone liked it. Yeah, Hit the sax. I 
I can only play 20, 30 seconds of a song because we'll get kicked off and I really want to repost this. Um, that was number four. This is fireplace type <clears throat> I'm doing a countdown. So you're not going to get your upbeat one, your Mariah Carey. Um, so that was number four, The Carpenter's Merry Christmas, Darling. Brian, what do you think? Solid fireplace song. A little slow for me. I don't know if I would turn it on. But would you turn solid. it uh, I wouldn't turn it off. I wouldn't say put the next song on. I think it works well. Well, you wouldn't be able to at my Christmas party. Well, you don't have <laughs> Christmas parties. I don't have the time. <laughs> I, and Brian is doing um for Brian Top is doing movies. Uh, Christmas uh, the, movies. Thank you, Storch. Hey, for everyone who's uh following Bill, we have a few episodes with him on YouTube. Um, if you want to check it out, he talks about the Simpsons and uh, the Steamy Awards. Mm-hmm. So uh, once again, thanks for coming on. Um, Brian, number four okay. on movie list, Christmas. Here we go. Number four came out December first, nineteen eighty nine. 71% on Rotten Tomatoes. I think it should be much fucking higher. There's no reason for it to have 71%. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. I have to say, me and my wife watched this last year. Get the fuck I out didn't of laugh. Here. I didn't Are laugh. You, no, you're, you don't didn't have laugh. a soul. You don't have a soul. Die, right? Didn't laugh. How in the... Hold on. Christmas hold vacation. on. When the... National when, when they're all sitting around the table and they're like, all right, someone say grace. And the it's grandma funny. starts the Pledge of Allegiance. Come on. It's, I, I'm just telling you, I didn't last. I, well, I didn't, I didn't last. <laughs> yep. This one's, this one's there. Number two. <laughs> I didn't laugh as much as I did when I was a kid. And it was devastating because, like, we, you know, we go through a, Solid haircut. Way to go, Di. My wife cuts my hair. Pretty solid. So, yeah, I didn't really laugh too much. Um, I was like, okay, I can do it out this. And Storch, I also start- Storch agrees with me. You know, Storch is a, you know, you know, I, I can't hate Storch. Storch supports me, and he is uh, Even he, he's mom, on every- when the squirrel goes in the tree, it's the best. So, I think, I think that three. that. You not liking that? That was the biggest pick of this whole list. I didn't, yeah, I didn't like, I didn't, it's, it's hard to explain. I feel, okay, is this, after I saw Vegas Vacation, I feel like that's way better, and I just didn't laugh at Christmas Vacation. All right, Vegas Vacation is definitely, the Vegas Vacation is the top one out of all the ones that they made, hands down. I think Christmas is number two. Definitely. Yeah, I agree with that. But how many more were there? Like they're they're not great. Oh my that. god, Wayne Newton. That's yeah, I, Vegas. Eric, do you need a you need a bodyguard? One. I'll take a bullet for you. All right. So number three, before we invite our next guest on, now Bill, if you're on, you might want to close your ears because this is the Christmas song. <laughs> you did not want to happen now. Um, this actually wasn't on my list of top 15 Christmas songs of all time. I, once again, Brian, you know me. I don't really hate any Christmas song. I, I really hate them all. I just prefer certain I, I don't know. I don't know. Mariah Carey. No, I don't hate that one. I think that's a good song. It's just not even top 15. We've just yeah. been brainwashed by the radio stations, like we are with mainstream music. Yeah. So... Um, I think the only two Christmas songs I hate, which I'll get to at the end of this list, 
But anyway, number three, Nat King Cole, A Christmas Song, which honestly, it, it's cliche, but it is amazing. Uh, you can't. Oh, Storch got through with that one. <clears throat> there you go. They know that Santa's on his way to you. This is a beautiful song. Yeah. Good piano. I have to address these ones I hate. So I'm offering <laughs> like 30 seconds, Brian. Like it's yeah. all right. So Feliz Navidad and Baby It's Cold Outside have grown on me the past few years. I don't hate them as much as I did. Two songs I fucking despise, Dominic the Donkey and the Bottomus song. And the which one? Song, what was the second one? The hip oh I want a hippopotamus for Chris. Oh, yeah, that sucks. That sucks. <laughs> Garbage song. All right, let's do it. let's do this number three on the uh, top Brian's top ten Christmas movies. This one came out November fifteenth, nineteen ninety two. Oddly enough, it makes no sense, but this has a thirty five percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, it's probably one of the Home Alones, right? Home Alone two. How you wonder what like? I don't know what they what? missed watching that you movie. Fix sometimes. I really right? uh, here's the thing, right? I don't think that there's a person that doesn't like Home Alone. Like that doesn't say at least I could watch it. Uh, well, no, I don't know. A person doesn't like it. Yeah. <laughs> but like not well, even that. Like oh, I think, I, think I did meet someone one time that didn't like it, and I was like completely shocked. I was like, "How do you not like Home Alone?" I mean, I get it. But how in the world on Rotten Tomatoes does this have 35%? Yeah, that is really weird. Like, it's it's one of those movies you can't even fathom how someone doesn't like. I, it just makes no sense to me. Yeah, that's very weird. That's my number okay. three. That's your number three. I agree with that. I figured the home... Now, I'm shocked you didn't just bunch Home Alone 1 and 2 together. As like, uh, <clears throat> the only reason I didn't I thought Home Alone 2 was better. Home Alone 1, obviously, is the, the starter of everything. But there's more quotable lines from number two. Yeah, that's true. And I would say you could go either route and nothing, like, it wouldn't really, um, like, you could argue either route. Like, if you like yeah. one over two, there's no wrong answer, that is. Yeah. If that makes um, I'll continue with uh, number two then. Now this, I had a toss up between number two and one all fucking week. It was really tough. A lot of stress going. <laughs> Day I slowed down. Oh, now. I is... Mom, I gotta come over and make cookies tomorrow with my wife. <laughs> so. <laughs> so, this didn't even crack the top fifteen again. Not not a lot of these did on my list. But this is a beautiful song. Um, it's the Trans-Siberian Orchestra Christmas Canon. It's the Fireside List. You know this song. Solid fire song.
could have easily been a one. Yeah, yeah. I know, I know. That's that's I a was, hard that's a hard trigger to pull for number two. Oh, it was tough, bro. It, there's a lot of whiteout news. You know, what, I'll tell you. <laughs> let me say let me say this about it. That is an extremely versatile song. Now, what oh, I, it's amazing. What I like, mean by that? What I mean by that? Right. That song could be used in like a meaningful moment in a movie. It can be used in a Christmas moment. It could be used in a comical moment. It could be used in like a violent moment. It has every element. Is it a violent yeah, moment? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seriously, you could use Wait. it for like multiple types of scenes. You can murder someone to yeah. that song. Yeah. I, I, I guarantee mean, you. you to, I guarantee you. There's probably I will find a movie that it exists in where there's like evil shit happening. So you think someone's been murdered to that? Can you imagine getting murdered to that song? How miserable that would be. Would it be though? <laughs> Actually, that's the way. They, like, oh, wow, what a great. Oh, no, no, no. It would be great if they were like, "I'm not mad. This is number two on Scott's count." <laughs> <laughs> I wish it would have made number one. All right. All right, Brian. Number two movie on the list. Number two movie on the list came out in November. Came out on November eighth, two thousand. Got a forty nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Does not I'm, make I'm sense. Guess. You I'm know, guess. you know what it is. Can appreciate leading the feminist <laughs> Brian's quite the feminist. That's what I do. <laughs> I may say. Um, I think I'll put on my hat to guess this. That's a pretty I cool thought. hat. That's a cool hat. Cool hat. I just yeah. Um, what do you think it is? Two thousand. Yep. I feel like Christmas movies didn't come out after I turned fourteen. Freshman year of high school. <laughs> well, I did see Elf with Dave when we were. <laughs> um, bro, I'm at a loss here. Two thousand. <clears throat> Christmas movie. Oh, I got you. I got you. 2000 Christmas movie. What we call the person who just joined Ralph sometimes. Yep. Is it, the Grinch? it is. It's the Grinch. <laughs> and he stole Christmas. Yes, he did. Uh, you know what? That's, but it was, a that's Jim, a, it was the Jim Carrey version. Yeah. Oh, without doubt. And there's some versions that, like, they try to redo these and it doesn't work. No. You know what I mean? Yeah. Good, <laughs> my king. <laughs> Ralph, the one dude from the Furious Five, uh, yeah, I texted him. He was like, "What's like, thanks, King?" You know, after so it's a Kansas inside joke. Ralph, stay on. We're gonna have Mark Malusis pop on. You can ask some Jets questions. Yeah, Brian, solid number two. I, I have to say, I'm skeptical of your list. I hate your, list, but I enjoy your number solid two. number two. The solid number two. You could argue it's number one. No, but you gave me you gave me Bad Santa at six was a solid six. Yeah, your five was just like I mean, there's better. It's all opinion, uh, bro. That's a tough opinion to sell. Your number five is a really tough. Opinion. I could sell uh, it. That, that wasn't that. Thanks, mom. She likes my. <laughs> my mommy likes my. My hat. mommy likes my hat. I'm in my thirties. Stop embarrassing me. <laughs> George, you're still on. You ready for number one? Where's your wife? Is she putting her kid to bed? Tell her, tell your kid, <laughs> Uncle Scott has a list going on. Put the kid to bed. It's time for Scott's number one. It's fa la 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 la. It's not na 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 na. We're about to do this list. <laughs> 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 oh, 
the best part is Chris made Kim put the kid to bed so he could be on this list. Yeah. Oh, Kim's there. Okay. There we go. Here we go. So, uh, Kim and Sturch, I have to ask, what do you think of this list so far? Is it fair? Is it okay? Is it like, eh, I could see that. I could see that, you know? I think it's been a pretty um, solid list so far. I think so. And uh, let's go. Okay, so the Trans-Siberian Orchestra Christmas Cannon was number two. It was number one almost the whole week. But then... then what came along just, that bumped it out of the way? It just... You know, it was there's a lot of flip flopping here. A lot, a lot of, a lot of flip flopping. Frank, what's up, man? You're just in time, Frank, for the number one song. He's on Frank. The He's not side. just in time. Pour a glass of wine. I'm. I got. Brian, I got another bottle. That's bad. Oh my god. Three bottles of wine in one night. You have a terrible day tomorrow. I'm gonna have a terrible day tomorrow. I'm gonna have a terrible day in an hour. So. Number one song of all time on the fireside. When it's snowing, you put the kids to bed. Christmas shopping's done. You're just over it all. Not me. I love Christmas. I hate I hate Christmas. The blues bother me. I don't like it. I got to go with Sinatra. And the Italians will be happy because for some reason they have an obsession with him. Wow. It is his version of Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. This to me just like ends Christmas. It signifies like, wow, it's over. Let me just pour a glass of wine and let's. And the line that he has, we're like, in a year we all will be together if the fates allow. That to me is one of the best written lines of all time because it's just, yeah, maybe next year you won't be together. Like, so you don't know. So just enjoy Christmas, you know? A merry little Christmas. Let Solid your heart Once again, I have to fast forward through some so we don't get kicked off. From now I aspire and have yourself a merry little and then the chorus part. It's a sad song, actually. Look at stores. Number one is love. Wow. Merry little Christmas. No. Great number one. Not controversial. Listen to that. This is You're absurd. getting I live soft. For You're getting soft. I'm getting soft. I live for controversy. The fact that people have agreed to this. Yeah. It makes Feel like I'm not doing my job, uh-uh. and I mean, you know, the people were clamoring for this list. That's a fact. They were <laughs> so, um, Brian, get to your number one. All right. And I have stuff I'm gonna go over, but we are gonna have in a few minutes. Mark Malusas join us from SNY WFAN. You've seen on WPix 11 here in New York. Um, we just did an episode with him. He's gonna join us for some of his stories as well. And at 9:45. We're going to have the creator of Are You Afraid of the Dark, DJ McHale, come on as well for some Christmas stories. So we got quite the lineup coming up. Just don't go anywhere. All right, Brian, your number one uh, Christmas movie of all time. By you, way, could like almost, you could almost call DJ, Mc, or, uh, yeah, DJ McHale coming on like a nightmare before Christmas. Oh, my God. I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, number one. 
I hate October this. October 13th, 1993. It's got 95% on Rotten Tomatoes, 8.2 out of 10 on IMDb. Nightmare Before Christmas. That's Fantastic. Mark Belusis is coming out right now, and I'm going to get his. <laughs> I hate this. I, you were right. Mark, how you doing, man? What's, What's up, up boys? Happy okay. Friday night. I don't know if you've been listening at all to some of the music, some of the, the list. This is the worst Christmas movie, number one, we've ever had in our life. What's the worst Christmas movie? No, no, no. no. Brian made a list of the top ten. Oh. Brian, can you tell Mark your number one Christmas Brian, movie? Brian, let me hear the, what's your number so he, one. My number vomit. one. My number one Christmas movie is The Nightmare Before Christmas. That's terrible. Thank the you. The what's, what, what's number two? Number two was Jim Carrey's The Grinch. It's not bad. That's the worst Grinch. The last Grinch that came out is wow. better. Oh, you know what? Mark that is the worst. Up. That is the worst Grinch. Mark, All right. You woke up and chose violence, and I he respect did. it. What's <laughs> what's what's number three? Number three Go was list, Go through your list. Number three was Home Alone two. Why not Home Alone? No, because <laughs> Home, Home Alone two had more quotable lines in it. Oh my god, that's terrible! <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Hold well, on, what's hold the on. number so one? Can I ask you, Brian? What's the number one quotable line from Home Alone Two? Suck brick, kid. <laughs> <laughs> Solid. Hold on, hold on. My number, my number four was National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Oh, that's solid. Okay, that's, that's a solid that's movie. Yes, yeah, so that's a solid. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what else? Mark, I got uh, we did a I did a fireside. So two years ago, I did a top fifteen Christmas songs um, of all time. This year, I did the top ten fireplace songs. You know, like you have three kids, right? You put your kids to bed. You're done with Christmas shopping. Yeah. You pour last one. I'm on my third bottle of wine, by the way. Very and nice. What are you drinking? Yeah, we're uh, it's some nine ninety nine. Oh, you're gonna have wine. You're gonna have a massive hangover yeah. tomorrow. It's Gonna it's a, gonna be a, like make sure you take three advil tonight like that babe, yeah. get the advil. <laughs> i mean it's brian it's gonna be it's gonna <laughs> be terrible <laughs> for scott on saturday there's no doubt about oh, it oh yeah the yep. advil's already <laughs> she's ready for it yeah. so i did this year the top 10 fireplace songs yeah like like more calm so i did number 10 the carpenters the christmas waltz okay like that nine bing crosby white christmas I love that. Great song. Eight, Dean Martin, Let It Snow. Awesome. Okay. I did. Now, this is seven Pentatonix. I did Hallelujah. A little little newer. I like that. Uh, Hallelujah is a beautiful song. Yeah. Thank you. Number six, Andy Williams, The First Noel. All right. Respect that. Five, Elvis, Silver Bells. Got to have a little Elvis in there. Okay. Number four, I went back to the Carpenters with Merry Christmas, Darling. Okay. Three, Nat King Cole, Christmas Song. Oh, of course. Cut. Number two, Grand Siberian Orchestra, Christmas Canon. Okay. And number one, I want Frank Sinatra, Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. The solid, who, you had Bing represented, right? Yeah, he was yeah. number nine. Number nine. What about, uh, are you guys a Burl, are you guys a Burl Ives fan, Silver and I Bells? I like Ives' Holly Jolly Christmas. Holly yeah. Jolly Christmas is a great song. I was listening to um, what was I listening to this morning? Uh, the Temptations. You ever listen to the Temptations Christmas album? I know a few of them, but like I never went and dug into the Motown uh, Christmas. Uh, all right, well, do yourself a favor. Listen to the Temptations Silent Night. 
it's amazing. Okay. The okay. temptation, okay. the temptation yeah. silent you know, night is amazing. So, Mark, I, uh, we just had uh, Bill Oakley on a few, few minutes ago. He gave some uh, Christmas stories, Christmas songs growing up. So, like, what's one of your memories growing up for Christmas you have? Um, uh, well, he passed on I mean, his wife, you know what I mean? Wait, that we pass on? I think, yeah. uh, well, well, number one, we get the tree early. We have a real tree. Um, yeah. You know, we always... Yeah, I mean, we, we do real tree, not fake. I mean, it barely survives. Right now, I'm scared to death to turn the lights on because we put it on, like, <laughs> put it up, we put oh, it up, we put it up two days after Thanksgiving, and Ooh. like I went to go water, it's no longer taking water, and I touched the branch, and like needles are dropping all over the place. You're constantly sweeping around it, but um, make sure to get the tree up early. What's a uh, what's a Christmas tradition? Like we try and read like Twas the Night Before Christmas and all that kind of and do that kind of stuff with the kids. Like we got three boys, so it's really kind of a rambunctious, like survive in advance kind of mentality when we go in day in and day out. Uh, but we try and make every day kind of like special and enjoyable. We, we've we watched Christmas movies like we watched uh, Rudolph and Frosty the Snowman. Uh, we're like, big. I you're going old school. I yeah. mean, my wife that if we ever have kids they're watching the silver and gold oh silver and gold yeah, great yeah. you know what other you know what other movie my boys love uh christmas chronicles if you watch that with kurt russell on yeah. netflix christmas chronicles is great it's a very What's good your favorite christmas movie i go with the christmas story oh no I'm really sorry. yes I just really I mean, like, I used to, I understand, but isn't it, like, so played out? Like, when they yeah. went to the 24 hours of A Christmas Story, and my wife and I, and listen, I used to love it. Like, we went to go see, remember when they did a rendition of it on Broadway, A Christmas Story? Oh, there you go. You have the Advil out. So, we went to go, we, we went to go see A Christmas Story on Broadway. It might have been the worst show I've ever seen in my life. Like, it was just downright terrible. Movie, oh. I understand that. So, I, I mean, A Christmas Story, Ralphie, did you see the number? Did you did that? How was number two when it came out, the last one? Um, the one that just came out on HBO Max, it was okay. It was fun. It was it was worth the watch if you liked mm. the first one. Nothing crazy. Right. So, okay. So, if you're asking me, my, my number one favorite would probably be uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Solid. Okay. I mean, that's when he overcooks the bird. Yes. Hold on, hold on. I got an important question. Would you put Vegas Vacation over that? I would not. But no? Vegas Vacation, no, I would not. I mean, Christmas Vacation, like, I think I think National Lampoon's American Vacation, like, the norm, the first, the first vacation one? is is just, I'd put that over everything. Like, I think that's the number one. But Christmas Vacation is, I used to watch that every year with my yes. mom. Um, like it was like her favorite Christmas movie of all time. She used to love it. She loved when, what was the name of the actress or the character when, um, when the, uh, they had like the explosion in the front yard and she started singing the national anthem. Oh, no, like, no, no. It was that, no, it was the grandma and they were saying grace. And they're yes. like, they're like, would you say grace? And she goes, I pledge allegiance to yes. the flag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In your face, Scott. That's exactly what I mean. Wait, people who are joining this expecting Mark to be talking uh, sports. This is uh, the True Tech Radio third annual Christmas spectacular. Mark, Mark 
we just did an episode with, uh, so it's all Christmas stuff. Sorry Aunt to Bethany. disappoint you. We're not talking about Carlos Rodon here. Ralph is <laughs> right. Ralph said the name. It was Aunt Bethany. Aunt, that's right. Aunt Bethany. Yeah. That was, Mark, that is, yes. Um, I have to ask, when you had kids, uh, what was the one gift that was so, like a pain in the ass to get? Hold on, remember- se- hold on one second. Hold on. Jackson, you got to leave. You got to leave. <laughs> Okay, oh, no. you gotta leave. You gotta leave. Am I cursing too much? I'm no, sorry. yeah, no, no, no. My nine-year-old just walked in. I was like, hey, Jackson, you gotta leave. You gotta leave. No. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not who curse a lot. You need to leave. Yes, you you gotta leave. You, you gotta exit the room. You gotta exit the room. This is not this is not a conversation for nine-year-olds. <laughs> Um, let's see. Uh, um, I would probably say, uh, any video game. Okay. Yeah. Now remember the video games. I feel like we're not too distant as far as age. Remember where you had to walk into Toys R Us and grab the little the ticket. Oh, you used to blue. grab the ticket. Right. And yeah. it was right. Well, it was like, but it was so like, do you guys remember like KB toy store? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Like KB Toy Store, I used to go to the Nanuet Mall in Rockland County, and I used to be in KB Toy Store for like hours because they'd have they'd have the aisle that had all the figures in it. Yeah, and you'd be there with the Star Wars figures. Oh my god! And then they had the, then they had the trans to buy the Star Wars ones. Yeah, so you'd be there with the Star Wars figures. Then they had then they had Transformers. Yeah, um, and then they they had like it was. I used to sit there for hours at KB Toy Store, so it was great. Like it was awesome. You play with everything. I remember one year, like I got really, you know, I wanted Transformers, and I got GoBots. Uh, and anybody that knows, like GoBots yeah. are not Transformers. No, <laughs> they're such knockoff Transformers. <laughs> I know, I know. I remember my parents said that Mike Tyson oh. Punch Out was one of the hardest things to get video game wise when it came out in like the eighties for Nintendo. Oh, for sure, for sure. Well, but what's your what's your traditions? I mean, Brian Scott, what do you guys do? Like, what are your? I know, uh, Brian, do you have kids? No, I don't have any kids. Okay, so no, no. Okay, so but what do you guys do every? Like, is there a tradition, family tradition in either your families? Me personally. Um, I just grew up with a lot of my, we just loved Christmas in a sense. Like my, my mom would always bake cookies. So like tomorrow me and my wife are going over there helping her bake, like just things like that. And I remember scared to think back as a kid. And I talked about this last year. We had a room. It was called, I mean, I don't know. Everyone had the good living room. You weren't allowed to sit. Right. So yeah. Like, it had the plastic <laughs> on, on the couch and everything. For like display that. only. Yeah, it was like right. Like that's when I went to my grandmother's in Brooklyn, and right. then when it was like hot out, you'd you're literally a, like a, a a layer of skin would peel off like the back of your leg yeah. when you got off the plastic. So like when my we had the tree up in the good living room every year, and like it didn't even have to be snowing out, and I could just there was like a window that looked out uh, into the street, and like I could sit up there for hours, literally hours as like a twelve year old kid who had ADHD probably, but like for some reason that, that was able to stable, like stability me, stabilize, stabilize. I got two and a half bottles deep. I'm sorry. That was able to stabilize me. And like, I could just listen to Christmas music and look out the window into nothingness. And like, I love that. That's what I think back to all the time. 
That's why I love Christmas music. It brings me back to the childhood stuff. So, like, that's really it as far as traditions. Uh, Christmas Eve was always uh, more my family thing. Christmas Day uh, wasn't really that big. Christmas Eve was bigger. Uh, what about you, Brian? I just remember, I remember getting up with my brothers at, like, four in the morning on Christmas Day and literally just sitting in the living room all the time, like, just waiting there in the darkness extremely awake like should we go wake them up like waiting to like run down the hall and wake my parents up and piss them off because like, i would go over to my dad i'd be like dad dad and he would just be rolled over and he'd be sleeping the whole time and i would just keep shaking him and shaking him <laughs> until he rolled over I was like no not now <laughs> funny it's opposite when my parents wanted to take me to church i'd be quiet so they didn't wake up i'd be, <laughs> I'd be like Stay I, asleep. I hope they don't stay asleep right i don't want to yeah see like we used to i was an altar boy like my dad's very religious and my mom was so i grew i went to catholic school majority of my life um and uh pretty much all my life i mean up until i went to syracuse but uh, i was an altar boy when i was going to st Catherine's. so there were times where i would be doing like christmas eve mass the midnight mass and like oh, my dad would be so proud that i was one of the you know the altar boys chosen because, you know, you had to reach a certain level of where, where they, you know, they up and everything like that. Yeah. So there were times where I was doing, like, midnight mass on Christmas Eve, and I was an altar boy. But I, I totally, like, there was nothing better. Like, I remember, like, as a kid growing up, where there'd be Christmas music playing in the background. Mm-hmm. And you turn out all the lights in, like, the living room where the tree was. And you just, like, look at the tree. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, so, like, peaceful and, like, serene. I don't know. There's something about, like, a beautiful, like, tree. However way it's decorated, I don't care. But with the lights and nothing else is on around it, and it's just the darkness around it and the tree is lit up, it's just something absolutely beautiful about it. So I remember those times, especially, you know, growing up. And, you know, my mom and my dad were divorced when I was younger. But, you know, going to, you know, split holidays between two different houses. But I just remember those times, like, sitting there, you know, watching whether it be Christmas Vacation or um, watching, you know, the Cartoon Grinch or uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer or Frosty mm. the Snowman. And then, you know, sitting by just like kind of looking at the tree and, and, and kind of losing, you know, losing yourself a little bit. Yeah, that's really what it's about. And, you know, I hate, if people don't like, if you don't like Christmas, like you should be committed. I mean, I th- it's an amazing, like, it's great. It's great. I mean, listen, today was a disaster. The last three days, weather-wise, in the Northeast, yeah, oh, yeah. with, the, with all the rain. But, yeah, I think it's I think it's, it's about family. It's about getting together. It's about good food. It's about, you know, having two and a half bottles of cheap wine on a Friday night and, <laughs> and talking about yeah. Christmas traditions. Yep. I mean, this is, what it's, this is what it's all about. This is the holidays right here, Scott. It is. Hey, <laughs> Mark, if you don't mind, are you, Scott, are you going? Are you going to Merlot today or a Pinot Noir? No. What are you going with? It's just red. <laughs> it doesn't. It's, it's, it's ten dollars. It has no classification. <laughs> Mark, you don't understand. I'm the guy who buys gin out of a plastic bottle. I'm yeah. one of those. Oh, there guys. You go. Oh, there you go. Mark, you're right. if you don't mind, I'm asking. I want to give you your year. What year were you born? If you don't, if you don't mind divulging, I was born in '76. Okay, can you guess the top toy of that year? 
It's oh, a celebrity who had a doll. It's a musician who had a doll out at that time. A musician that had a doll. 76. I mean, if you could turn back, if you could turn back time and figure it out. I mean, was it Elvis? Aerosmith? If you could turn back time and figure it out. Oh, turn back time. Tina Turner. Oh. Cher? Oh, Celine Very yeah, good. Cher. Oh, Cher. I the thought it was. Cher the Sonny Bono skiing outfit did not come with her. I... <laughs> Dude, that's terrible. <laughs> that's just terrible, dude. That's just terrible. That's, that's, I'm sorry. That's, that's two bottles of wine. I understand. Oh, two bottles of red, as Brian said. Just, it's red. just red. It's just red. It's just red. <laughs> Mark, I really appreciate you coming on, man. Um, uh, I know my my friend Chris was really appreciative of you as well. He texted me on the side, like, uh, just stay in touch, bro, and we'll be. Oh, listening. anytime. You guys are great. Anytime, I had a blast. I had a blast the other day hopping on with you guys. Keep up the great work. I I, I texted uh, Ross over at the Meadowlands, and he yeah. said, "Yeah, I went to I went to school with Scott. So mm-hmm. and I went to school that. So uh, you guys got to come by the Meadowlands one day when I'm over there. But anytime, oh, yeah. uh, anytime you guys want me, more than happy. You guys are great. Love it. Good conversation. Happy the holidays. Merry Christmas. All right. No, and I'm sorry Mark, we don't have edited music for you to play all of our stuff has curses in it i yeah. apologize no it's 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 all good it's good i agree with it and sorry i had to send my nine-year-old out of the room i was like uh jackson that <laughs> this is not maybe in 10 years you're gonna we can have this conversation now. yeah yeah, yeah. This is not, <laughs> <laughs> Mark, thank you for yeah. On. happy holidays man. all right merry happy christmas holidays, guys Mark. happy holidays merry enjoy christmas. the enjoy the headaches tomorrow right scott uh, 100%. <laughs> all right yeah. We're going to go before DJ Patel comes in and maybe try to get more guests to finish this off. Uh, we're going to go with the top toys as we just did for Mark. By the way, Cher doll. How about that? Really interesting. So 1965, this dates back to Brian. The top toy in 1965, the G.I. Joe. That's that old? Yeah, I guess, man. Holy shit. Susie Homemaker. I guess it was like a miniature functioning plastic household appliance that included a blender, a stove, uh, yeah, something I wouldn't have wanted. Oh, number 1967. Something we probably gonna play with the light bright. Right? Such a sh- piece of shit. I hated that thing so much. Uh, 1968 Hot Wheels. Solid. Number nine. 1969, the Snoopy astronaut, which if I'm looking at it, I kind of want right now. Wait, that was a toy? I guess so, yeah. Oh, my cow. Wait, one second. Uh, uh, 1970, the Nerf ball. The Nerf ball. It says the world's first indoor ball. Wow. 1971, Weebles. I guess they're like those little egg creatures. You know him if you saw him. Yeah. 72 is a popular card game. We still play to this day. Uno. Uno. Yeah. It was created by a guy at a barber shop, actually. It's just crazy. Wow. 1973, skateboards. Really? <laughs> yeah. That's... Storch, you hear that? 1973. Big, sk- big skater guy. 
big skater guy. 1974, popular game card game, which is featured in Stranger Things. I don't know. Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, really? Yeah, 1974. I hate that, I hate that fucking game. Uh, what else? It makes no sense to me. It takes forever. 1975. The Pet Rock. Wow. Yeah. It's fucking sad. 76 is the Shared Jump. <laughs> the Shared 1977. Star Wars action figures. Mm. Which I guess I'm seeing the climate. They're all here. Chewy. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this doesn't deserve it. 1978 was a board game which had four colors. Simon, Sorry. Remember? <laughs> no, that game Simon. That game sucked. Simon. Yep. Hey, Miguel, you bailed on Trees. You were the, the first team. Trees, <laughs> right here. Like, literally. You're the first to leave. <laughs> like he got fired or something. Yeah, like you left the building like, <laughs> without even telling anybody. Yeah. You just stopped doing it. Just stopped done. <laughs> 1979, Atari. 1980, one of the most frustrating games ever. And if someone ever gets it for you, you should murder them. The Rubik's Cube. You know there's a method of doing it where anyone can do it in like a 30 seconds? Yeah, it's called I don't care. You go up That's to the right, or no, you go up and then to the right, up to the right, up to the right, and you keep moving over and you'll get it. Time for that. I just switched the sticker. We just like we just spent an hour and 40 minutes counting down fucking random lists that we made. <laughs> I don't Here's have time for that. <laughs> <laughs> I know how to beat the movie skew. You just take the stickers off and put them on the same side. Why would you do that? It's such a waste of time. I'll cheat in the system. Uh, He-Man Toys, 1981. 1982, My Little Pony. Let's see. Hold on. I want to make make a guess real quick. I want to say 1988 was Ninja Turtles. Okay. What was 1983? I think you're saying My Little Pony. No, that was 1982. 1983, Contra Code. <laughs> Frank, that's Contra Code. T, stop. My dog's growling at me. 1983, 50 Cent did a song about it. My buddy. Was it? Wait, was that? It was Cabbage Patch Kid. Yeah. Is that the, yeah. Something like that. I don't know. 84, Transformers. Wow, that was 84. Yeah. 1985 was a bear. A bear. Do you remember? Oh, um, Teddy Ruxpin. Very good, yeah. very good. 1986, a little ball that you threw around. A little ball you threw around? I don't know. A coof, a coof oh, wow. Which are still fun to this day. Yeah. Number 19, or 1987, a game where you just built blocks. Game sucks. Jenga? Yeah, game sucks. Yeah. 1988, an entertainment system, video games. Oh, Nintendo. Very good. Yeah. Regular Nintendo. Oh, DJ, you're about in. Let me invite you in, DJ, one second. Let's do this. So joining us now, we have one of the co-creators of Are You Afraid of the Dark? 
DJ McHale is a friend of the show. I'm very happy he uh, decided to come in. If he is coming in, let's say. Yeah. He was a I hope he comes. It'd be very awkward if he didn't now. <laughs> He's like, uh, oh, good. <laughs> He's like, I'm good. Oh, uh, one second, man. I'm inviting you in, man. I feel bad because I like invite these people in at a certain time and like they're doing stuff and they probably yeah. have to like leave the room. Yeah, you know. But he's done some shows on the live, so he should be able to figure this out. What was nineteen eighty nine? Nineteen eighty nine, another game system, handheld. Game Boy. Very good, Brian. Damn, Brian they came. Pretty... They came out the year after. Yeah. Shit. I now invite you in, man. Um, it says you're unable to join, though. Let me try again. Uh, I don't know if uh, your connection's bad or... Just comment on here if you can't get in. Uh, 1990 was your Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I knew it was close to there. Uh, 1991, it was a, a toy... Uh, super Soaker. Really? Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. Who who was the one that invented the Super Soaker? Uh, it was the 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 dude you and Ellie talked about in Black History Month. Yeah, the black dude, the Howard something. I forget his name. Yeah, he, he was like a like, scientist. Yeah, yeah. It was like by accident yeah. too. Invented it. DJ, I'm trying to invite you in. Um, I don't know why it's not working. Hold up. That was uh, 1992? One second, man. All right. I'm accepting it now. It might just be bad connection right now. Oh, there you go. What's up, buddy? Hey, hey. Merry Christmas. Yeah, DJ, you know why I decided to invite you? Because I saw you post a photo on your Instagram, and it was like November 1st. And it was something about you loving Christmas. Oh. <laughs> and I, I was like, this guy's built for this shit. No, like, <laughs> actually, it, it was kind of the opposite. It was. Oh, no. Well, no, I do love Christmas. But but it was more, we're up, we have a house up in the mountains, and it, it was a huge snowstorm. So we took a picture of my wife and I. And, and I posted something saying it's beginning to look a lot like the holiday that begins the day after Halloween and goes for two yeah. months. <laughs> so it was kind of a cut on Christmas, Frank. I basically <laughs> didn't understand the sarcasm. <laughs> but I do love it. So, that's, so you were uh, joining, us, yeah, joining us here. Um, for anyone joining, uh, they saw DJ hop on. This isn't about Are You Afraid of the Dark or any of these shows, the author books or whatever. Um, this is a true exact third annual Christmas spectacular. Uh, we like to have on a guest we've had on the show. DJ was nice enough to join us. I, actually, yo, it was over a year ago already, which is crazy. Wow. Yeah. Like July of 2021. Um, but you've been more than kind. I know you posted our show on your actual website. So like, yeah. Uh, really appreciate it. So we love to reach out to people and, uh, where are you at now? Are you still out west? Or yeah, I, yeah, I'm in my home office. I live in Los Angeles. Uh, okay, now let me ask you. You grew up on the East Coast, right? Yeah, yeah. I grew up in Connecticut. So, uh, okay. so I'm a, well, I'm a Christmas guy from way back. Snowy. This is legit. Because as someone who's grown up on the East Coast his whole life, 
How do you listen? And I asked Bill Oakley this. He was on an hour ago. How do you listen to like Let It Snow and White Christmas, but be out in L.A.? Well, it's kind of what I said to you before is that is that we have a place up in uh, in the mountains called Mammoth Lakes, and so, uh, so I've already been in two huge snowstorms this year. I love it. So, and it's but but the, the beauty of it is when you live on the East Coast, you have to deal with snow. Yeah, you got dig out in the morning. You got to get to work. You get oh my god, it's gonna snow. How am I gonna get here? We choose to go to snow. Yeah. <laughs> And when it snows up there, it snows in the feet. It's like three, four feet. So, uh, so, and it's all fun as opposed to a hassle. So, uh, so it's the best of both worlds, really. And then when it sucks up, you you can ski in the morning and swim in the ocean in the afternoon. That sounds amazing. I'm just, I feel like I'm too East Coast to ever live out there. I don't know. Do you get that vibe from me or do you think I fit in? Yeah, I get that. I get that. Where where are you? Uh, New Jersey. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's dumping grounds, of course. Yeah, that's uh, well. Well, you know, actually, part of part of you know, you're looking for Christmas stories and whatnot, and I said I had one for you. Uh, yeah, go for it. Well, part of that has to do with trying to emulate East Coast out here in Los Angeles. Mm. Um, the, the, this is, you know, you, I, you said that nice note out saying, hey, we want to share if you have any Christmas stories or famous things. Yeah, I, I do. I love Christmas. I have a million great warm memories about Christmas, none of which are really story worthy, frankly. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, grandma made cookies. You know, it's not, it's not like that. But I do have one Christmas story that, that I, a story that I tell all the time. Now, I prepped this. You messaged us and said, like, this is pretty wild of a, like you. Were- well, that's overselling it. No, no, it is slightly inappropriate. Okay, but I, go on. But I, I think you can handle it. It's it's not the fact that it's inappropriate is what makes it fun. Frankly, I'm four and a half bottles of wine deep. I'm ready. Let's. Oh, okay, okay. Here we go. Okay, so okay, let me. I gotta I gotta set this up because I, I have to really set the scene because the better I can set the scene, the funnier the story is. So so bear with me here. So uh, I said, I'm from East Coast. My wife's from the East Coast. She's from Maine. I'm from Connecticut. Uh, and we live in Los Angeles. So we don't always get back home, back East for Christmas to experience real East Coast Christmas. So sometimes we do, but not a lot. Uh, and, and another factor is that Christmas Eve, we were actually married on Christmas Eve. Uh, okay. 22 years, a long time ago. But so Christmas Eve for us is like double. You know, it's like, ooh, it's it's Christmas Eve. But then it's also our wedding anniversary. So we try to do something special on Christmas Eve. So if we can't get back to family and all that, what we did for a number of years is we found a special restaurant of which I will not name the restaurant. Just for, just for keep it secretive. <laughs> keep it secret. Probably be easy. Give my description, you might be able to figure it out. But but there's this restaurant out here that's been around forever. It's kind of in the hills. Uh, in the Malibu and whatnot, so it's it's kind of, it's very it's very old school. It's very rustic. Um, it's the perfect place to go to a Christmas Eve. I mean, it, I, there's nothing else like it in Los Angeles. It's just it's it, it, there's one year when up there it's actually snowing a little bit there. I mean, flurrying. So, and it's this, it's woody and it's got fireplaces and it's decorated. You know, it's just the kind of thing you're looking for at Christmas Eve. Mm. So we spent a lot of Christmas Eve slash anniversary evenings there. And then once my daughter was born, my daughter's not 19, but, but she was born, we bring her as well. 
So, you know, we'd sit her up. She's, you know, a four-year-old. We'd sit her up at the table and she'd put like black olives on her fingers and she'd set up a little DVD player and she'd be watching that and we'd have a really nice dinner. And it's that kind of place you have to, you have to make a reservation a month in advance. And, and they have a special Christmas Eve menu, which means they charge four times what they should normally. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> Ridiculous. You're like, this is a gazillion dollars. I, I'm not so sure, but, but still, we suck it up and we do it. And we've had a number of really great nights there. Then there's this one night we went a while ago. And oh, also, because my daughter's there, we have to get an early seating. So like, you know, five thirty, six o'clock. So, so when you get an early seating, you're there out of elderly people. <laughs> because that's when they, right. they go to rest. Like me. You know, they're all there. I just have to say, I would be there too. I'm, a, I'm an early bird. I, I like I like an early dinner. That's just me. It is. I, I think these people call it supper. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. So, so you know, it's guys like in tweed jackets and ladies that wow. smell of for five. And you know, it's it's so, it's, so I, again, I'm trying to set the stage. Do you go in and it's all Christmassy and there's a fireplace and they're like the Nutcracker is playing and so it's all so cliche and old school and very very conservative. And so we also had, and we brought a friend of ours too. Uh, so there's four of us, including my daughter. And so they handed out these big special menus, Christmas menus, you know, for a bazillion dollars, whatnot. Now, our friend is a pescatarian. And this restaurant is not for its fish. But so so we sat down. And the first thing I did is I, I went to the fish section to make sure there's something she could eat. And there were and there were three fish listed. Uh, one was like a salmon something with a little description of what it was. Then it was like a shrimp thing, a little description. Then the third one was a halibut dish. And mm-hmm. to describe it, and and it said it was, you know, pan-seared, whatever it said. But then it said, and drizzled with a creamy sauce of one word, S-U-M-Y-U-N-G-Y. A creamy sauce of some young guy. That's amazing. <laughs> And, that is awesome. I look and I was like, <laughs> and, and I didn't say that. Like, this is like a fifth grade dirty joke. <laughs> you know, it really I, is. I'm like, and I'm thinking, is there really a creamy sauce of some young guy other than what the joke says? It is? And, and so, So I looked at my wife and my friend, and I was like, take a look at the fish. See, see what you think about the fish. So the two of them are looking at it, and they're, they're both like, what? <laughs> like, what? So my wife calls the waiter over and says, uh, so uh, have you tried creamy sauce of some young guy? That's <laughs> and, me. And he doesn't break character. He's just like, uh, I actually haven't tried it myself, but I understand it's really good. And we're like, <laughs> Fine. Okay, fine. <laughs> and, and you know, it's not like we, it's not like we were offended. We were offended at all. It's so stupid, but we couldn't get our heads around. You could have, you could have kept going with that too. You could have been like, "Who gets the sauce of some young guy? Do yeah. you go get the sauce of some young guy? I don't." Yeah, hey, Grandpa, Grandpa, I think you should try the cream <laughs> sauce. <of some> <laughs> 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 and, and so, and oh. so, we're trying to spe- the the main thing we're trying to speculate. How did this happen? What, what happened? What, either there was a chef who really thought it was a thing and was, you know, had heard about it and thought it was a real thing. It was just a cream sauce or whatever. I don't know. Um, or, or there was some disgruntled chef 
who's like, we're going to get these guys in trouble. We're going to put this on there. And somebody, or, or the, the scenario I hope <laughs> is that somebody did it as a joke or a couple of people did it as a joke. I mean, it's had to go through a couple of hands yeah. to, to be thing. So, so a couple of people did it as a joke thinking no one in this place is going to get this. They're going to think it's a real thing. No one's going to know. And then I, I would have been a fly on the wall when that waiter went back and go, holy shit, not, not only did they get it, the first table got it. We are so screwed. We are all going to get fired because of this was the worst idea ever. Yeah. Who, who, why do you think no one would get it? The first guy got it. It was unbelievable. What year was it? What year? What was, year was uh, it? Maybe it was a while ago. Maybe. 14 years ago, something like that. No. Well, uh, funny Jeanette. So, so a couple of days later, we're, we were laughing about it for a couple of days. I mean, we weren't offended. We just didn't get it. How yeah, yeah. It You're from the East coast. You don't get offended that easily. Well, it also like, it's not like this was some hipster West Hollywood restaurant either. This was like about as conservative as you can get. Okay. Okay. So, uh, you know, not that, not that hipster, what a West Hollywood restaurant would even do that because it's just like talk about inappropriate. I mean, this is Christmas, and it's like so. A couple of days later, we're laughing about it. My wife's like, I, I got to get some satisfaction out of this. So she, so she writes an email to the manager of the restaurant and she just lays it on thick. She, she said, I mean, she really overboard from how we really felt. She, she's just like, this was our wedding anniversary. This is our special night. <laughs> it's Christmas Eve. We're here with a bunch of people with blue hair. <laughs> what what were you thinking? What what and what we wanted we wanted a, a response that that acknowledged what had happened. We just wanted the manager to go, you're right. It, it was a joke. It wasn't supposed it got printed by accident. You know, if, if any of that would have flown. Instead what we got back was a standard Apology. We're sorry you weren't happy with our dinner. Um, and you're welcome to come back. Any, any, you know, wow. not addressing the issue at all. You're welcome to come back anytime for a free. And we haven't been back since. But and not that we're like we're not going back to that restaurant. It, it was, we were actually thinking about going this year, actually, but we end up going to a party or going to a party. But but I, that's that's probably the only Christmas story that I tell. You know what? That's a that's great Christmas like, story. It's a pretty good one. I don't have many like that. I have a glowing hat in the background. That's the best I got. <laughs> yeah. That's it. I don't have That's some young guy. <laughs> I, I looked it up. I was really, I was really questioning myself. I'm looking it up. It's like, is there really a creamy sauce of some young? And I look it up. And the only thing I find online is it's the joke. <laughs> That's the, insane. That yeah, that How really that is. Happened. Yeah, like that's something you see in a movie you never thought would happen to you. So, DJ, what, what's it like um, coming from the East Coast? I, I know I probably asked this with music-wise, but East Coast, you're celebrating West Coast. I know you go up to the mountains, but I, I mean, is it just different kind of? Do you like it or would you prefer snow or good weather on Christmas now? Uh, well, just out of tradition, I prefer snow. Um, but a lot of times we actually go up to Mammoth for Christmas, and, and so we do get it. Um, I appreciate. I like one thing that I found is that um, not all people who celebrate Christmas celebrate in snow. I mean, that's like the the traditional Germanic version of of right. 
old Tannenbaum, Courier and Eyes and all that kind of stuff. But one of the places that I've been to that goes nuts celebrating Christmas in a w- bigger than I've ever seen it was Hawaii. They go nuts yeah. there. I can see that. I feel like they overcompensate because <laughs> they don't weather. I, maybe. maybe that's, I, I, or maybe it was from all the, the missionaries that went there to usurp the natives into being Christians. I, I'm not Could sure. Be, what, yeah. I I thinking about this since you said you'd come on. How come there was never that I can recall? There wasn't a Christmas. Are you afraid of the dark episode? Was there? And it was that because you didn't want to like touch on a happy environment and make it dark. Or was there ever one that never got published? Uh, you know, it, it's a good question. I, and I don't really remember, but I, it, if someone had come up with a good one, I would have gone for it. Um, I mean, one of the great scary Christmas stories of all time is a Christmas Carol. Um, sure. But uh, I don't think anyone ever came up with one. And and the other thing was we never really knew when the show was going to air. And usually Christmas shows air around Christmas. So, and oftentimes our show would premiere in the fall. So we'd be done showing episodes by you know, mid-November or something like that. So, so then I, mean, I don't think we ever really aired first episodes around Christmas. So, mm. so it's not like Floating ever said to us, uh, "Hey, come up with a Christmas episode." That's I guess we need one. So, so it never, it never. Yeah, I had no philosophical reason not to, but but uh, but it just never, never happened. Never, yeah. Now you being a kids children's right horror writer, if you will, I hate to label you as that, but like. Brian wants to give you his number one Christmas movie of all time, and I don't oh. know if you agree with it because oh. I feel it's right up your alley, kind of. But go on, Brian, because the last guest we had on hated it. They oh hated yeah, it. Brian. Hey, what what is it? My number one Christmas movie of all time is The Nightmare Before Christmas. I, I'm not a fan. You're not a fan <laughs> of it. <laughs> <laughs> It, it, and I, and I, I love Tim Burton. I, I love all his stuff. Yeah. Most of his stuff. Um, I, you know why I think I didn't particularly care for it is because it's a musical, right? Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. and yeah. musical rise and fall based on the songs, and they weren't all like. Danny, but Danny Elfman did the whole thing. Yeah, well, the score was okay. Yeah, it was just the songs that eh, it didn't. They didn't. It, they didn't hit with you, did they? Yeah. Though, though, on the other hand, uh, I love the the um, uh, Nightmare Before Christmas uh, skinning of the Haunted Mansion at Disneyland. It's yeah. awesome. Um, so I, I kind of like. Vibe let of me. It, but the, let me ask you this: Did you watch any of the? Uh, that new, the new series on Netflix Wednesday. I'm in the middle of it now. How it's great, isn't it? Great, it's really good. Uh, yeah, I- I'm really kind of upset though because I'm, I'm developing a new show, a couple of shows actually, and one of them has to do with the villain being a uh, the the ghost of a Puritan. Uh, uh. I, so I'm like, uh, I just saw this last night. I saw that episode last night where they yeah. showed. The, I'm like. But my show's very different. But but uh, but so it, it's amazing how. Do you need a villain actor because look at me. 
hey, I'm a Puritan, get out. No. <laughs> be no. terrible. Well, this about this this and I don't know what's gonna happen on Wednesday because I've only seen four or five episodes, maybe. I'm at four, uh, yeah. It's it's really good. It is. I, I love the I'll interaction. As, as a kid growing up, Christina Ricci, there's almost no way you could envision another Wednesday. The way yeah. she nailed that is phenomenal. And Jenna Ortega actually did a very good job. Yeah. Like, very good. I'll give her credit for that. Well, you know, I'm old enough. To me, Wednesday was Lisa Loring. Yeah, yeah. From, yeah. from the Risha. Um and, and and Christina Ricci on, on again. I don't know where that character is going. There's something going on with that character. I don't know what it is yet. Uh, the one that Christina Ricci plays yeah. on Wednesday. Yeah. But uh, it seems like it's the same. Yellow Jackets. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Christina Ricci is great. I know she'll never see this. She's great at everything. That's all I'll ever say. Uh, DJ, I have to say, someone commented, Yo Yo G. Thank you for being a part of my childhood. Uh, we love. Are you afraid of the dark? This you rocks all the seasons, and it was great to live relive that. Greetings, and I believe that's an Argentinian flag or a Greek flag. So you got some fans in here, man. Wow, that's a that's a real uh, far. That's yeah, a Greek or an Argentinian flag, or maybe it's Antarctican. We, we, uh, yeah. That's cool. Happy to hear you, DJ McHale, as much as I do. I love both your TV shows and books. What a great storyteller. So you got some fans in here, DJ. They all grew up on Are You Afraid of the Dark? And, like, I mean, we've mm -hmm. talked before. And uh, just it's really cool to talk to people we grew up, uh, you know, watching and, and reliving. So I, I think I recently rewatched Are You Afraid of the Dark on Paramount. And uh, yeah. some of the stories are so creepy as fuck, man. They really are. They are. I I I've rewatched some of those shows. I'm like, yikes! That's, uh, ooh. My favorite part in any episode is where that kid heard music in the basement or whatever. I'm sorry, I can't like tell it that 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 well because uh, that, that's pretty it. Yeah, <laughs> that was yeah. the uh, that was one of the very first scripts that I wrote. We uh, it's called okay. Dark his bike into the truck coming and punched him in the face while I was riding his bike. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Well, wait a minute. I love that scene. Oh, yeah, I yeah. That kid was awesome. Then he, he got just punched him and threw his bike into a, into a truck. What a mean man. <laughs> like, what, a mean... <laughs> yeah. what a mean man. But, but you know, it's, it's it, with all that stuff that happened, if, if, you, if you really analyze what happened, Really pretty dark, yeah. But but we never really showed anything that graphic or gruesome or horrifying. It was kind of implied. I, the which it was like implied. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if, I mean, like if you think about, there's one episode everybody likes to talk about the the lonely ghost where the girl, uh, the girl's haunt the house, and you think about the and now it, cause you didn't show it because that would be horrifying, but. The backstory is like she hid in a closet away from some bullies and starved to death. Like, yeah, that's that's dark, man. That's <laughs> where she wrote "Help" backwards on the mirror, right? And they went into the that that, that and and I swear to God, I still meet people with the thing frozen. Gold. There are still people I still say I'm cold like that little kid. That is crazy. <laughs> that still is thirty years later. 
there was something happened. I don't know if I said this to you on your on your podcast before, but um, when we were very very beginning of shooting that show, uh, or at least the series, um, we hadn't really shot anything yet. We're just prepping everything. And I was sitting with one of the producers, a fellow by the name of Bill Bonecutter, which is the best name in the world. It really Bill is. Bill it really is. That should be my nickname. Yeah, Bonecutter. That's really cool. Bill uh, such a great guy. He worked on every episode of the show. And uh, we were sitting in the in the prop room or the wardrobe department, I forgot. And we're looking at this giant dummy of Zebo the Clown that we hadn't even shot the episode yet. And the two of us are looking at this thing. And he said, you ever get the feeling that 30 years from now, somebody's going to come up to you and say, excuse me, you DJ McHale? And you'll say, yeah. And then he'll say, well, I'm Zebo the Clown. <laughs> You've warped me for life. And then we're like, ah, isn't that funny? About 20 years later, I was on a book tour and I was in Indianapolis and I was in a restaurant and the, this really perky waiter comes up and says, hi, I'm Bill. I'll be your waiter. I'm like, oh, hi, Bill. He goes, what are you in town for? And I was like, well, I'm here for a book thing. And he goes, oh, what books have you written? And I, he was too old to know the books I had written. But I said, well, you know, you won't know my books, but you, you're you the right age. You might know a show that I made. He goes, what's that? It says, cool. Are you afraid of the dark? And he got this look in his eyes and he just went, Zebo the Clown. And I was like, oh my God, it's coming true. This is it. Oh my God. I'm going to grab a knife on the table to defend myself. <laughs> but he was happy. He didn't try to kill me. It was, it was cool. CJ, awesome guest, man. Uh, I want to ask a couple things before you go. Sure. Since this is Christmas and I'm uh, two and a half, I'm three bottles deep now. So I have to Three bottles deep? Yeah, a very cheap wine. Not going to be a fun time. Oh, you're going to have a fun time tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I got, my wife brought me the Advil already, so we're good. Uh, what's your favorite Christmas song of all time? And if you say Mariah Carey, I'm going to throw you into traffic. No, 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 no. My favorite Christmas song. Wow, there's so many. I, You know you know what I like? Kenny oh, G? No. no. <laughs> I love. <laughs> I, I like, and it also depends on the version. But I always call it the scary Christmas song. Explain. The Carol of What the? This is not Mary. This is freaking scary. What the heck is this? That is true. Yeah, it's kind of creepy. <laughs> yeah, but it like, works. Like, something's coming for you. It's like a Mary, 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 Mary Christmas. Yeah, Mary, 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 Mary Christmas. I always. Mix that. I, God is the best human alive. If you think not, then you should die. So that always <laughs> jumps out to me. Not 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 uh, not Kenny G or uh, or uh, Mariah Carey. No. no. Uh, what about Christmas music? Because you weren't into Tim Burton, rightfully so. Or it's not a good movie. What's yeah. your, what's your? All I want for Christmas is you. Is terrifying, creepy. Song. Uh, Potts says all I want for Christmas is you. Is a terrible, creepy song. Are you talking about Mariah Carey or Vince Valiant and the Valiants? Vince Valiant and the Valiants, great. Sorry, go on. Uh, sorry. Uh, what's your favorite Christmas movie, DJ? Oh, you know, actually, uh, I know it's my least favorite Christmas movie. Go for it, please. I'm all about negativity. It, it's, well, it, it's, there's a movie. I, I, won't give, I won't give it up yet, but I'll set it up. That um, it was years and years ago. And this movie had been gone for a long time. And 
at our local library back in Connecticut, they have like Friday night screenings of movies, like 16 millimeter prints of things. And a friend of mine called me up. She said, Oh, we, we have to go see this movie. It's the most heartwarming, wonderful Christmas movie. It's her boyfriend's favorite Christmas movie. It's such a heartwarming movie. We got to go, excuse me, we got to go see it. So I was like, sure, I'm up for a heartwarming Christmas movie. And I was not knowing anything about it, not knowing what to expect. And about three quarters of the way through this movie, I'm ready to slip my wrists. Because it is... Was it like a was it an actual drama American History X or something? Or was it? No, it was. This is a movie that is ninety five percent dark, and then five percent ah, everything's okay. What, what year was it? What year? Nineteen forty seven. Jesus. Uh, not it's a wonderful life. That was a wonderful life. It is. This is a, this is a movie that opens up, and a guy's about to commit suicide. Yeah, George Bailey. Yeah. yeah. It's like wh what? And and here's so here's now I, again I I did not know that every time the bell rang an angel got his wings I had no idea right. so so I'm just following the story that's going along and it's a story about this guy who is the nicest guy in the world and that every time he gets ahead he gets the rug pulled out from under him every time he's about to do something he gets knocked down every time he thinks something great's going to happen something bad happens and I'm just like this is horrible oh my I'm ready to commit suicide <laughs> no I. I love your take on this because I think I do like the movie. I think it's a very overrated movie. Well, ultimately, I do like the movie because once you once you know how it comes out, yeah, then it's you know it's all cool because you're like, okay, everything's gonna be fine. What, what was what was the angel's name? Clarence. Clarence. Clarence the angel. Yeah. Clarence so, the angel. Yeah. So okay, so my favorite Christmas movie. It's it's not a popular one, and, and in fact, I just watched it the other night. And it's kind of hokey. <laughs> I guess, but, but whatever. It is the 1971, maybe, musical version of Scrooge with uh, Al Albert Finney. Interesting. Yeah. it's. In fact, I think I might have seen it at that same Friday night screenings at the library. It's, it's a musical version of Scrooge. And it's got great songs, and Albert Finney is great as Scrooge, and it's it's really really good. It's a little dated, but but uh, I think that's probably my favorite Christmas movie. Now, what would you put? I know you seem like someone who watched Christmas movies, Brian. Your list didn't even have a Christmas Carol on it, so I'm not even going to ask you. Nah. What would you consider the best Christmas Carol? Because I I actually like the one with Stewart, nine ninety nine. Um, I, I've never seen it, I, and I've never seen it because. There are only like 47 versions of A Christmas Carol. <laughs> and there's just so many. Uh, <laughs> it's Especially one one that's done straight ahead like that one. You know, it's it's basically on the story. So I, I, I'm i good with, with Scrooge. I like Scrooge did with Bill Murray. That's great. Um, that's a good one. And, and, I mean, I think the, the, the version that everyone points to is the greatest thing ever made. 50s, black and white with uh, Elster Sim plays... Alistair Sim. Yeah, I, th I think that's that's kind of the accepted. Yeah, bench. I don't like yeah. that one as much. First, I think George C. Scott remade sure. one in eighty, and uh, yeah, after that it was kind of just mix and match. DJ, thank you very much for coming on, man. Appreciate my pleasure. Any last minute advice to people shopping last minute for Christmas? What would you give them? The big thing this year is 
the fanny pack that goes across your chest. Oh, I would not accept that as a gift. That's just me. That's, they cannot keep those on the shelf. Uh, TJ, if you don't mind me asking, because we did this with our last guest, I want to give you the top toy of the year you were born. So what year were you born, if you don't mind me asking? 1956. I, that, I hate the insult. It doesn't even go back that far. It was probably like... Uh, <laughs> you were 12 years old in 1968. So what was the most popular toy, do you think, when you were 12 years old? There's uh, one for 1956. I can't go. You got it, Brian? Yeah. Alright, well I'll just go mine. When you were twelve Hot Wheels were the top oh, toy. I was never hot I had G.I. Joe's maybe. That was, that was 1965. Okay. So you were seven or and I, still, still got, I still got them, so they may be worth something. Definitely. Brian, what's the top toy? Fifty six was Play Doh. Oh god, I was so close when I said silly putty. Yep. Oh my god. <laughs> I remember silly putty I used to put on the newspaper. And then stamp it down and then pull it back up. And it had the newspaper article on it. Yeah. We're not then, that far apart. We're not that far yeah, apart. Yeah. Some toys are timeless. I Thank you, guys. That was fun. I had a pleasure to Thanks you. Thanks for joining, buddy. Appreciate it. We'll have you on again soon. Uh, keep in touch. Happy holidays. Man. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas, man.